and we're back for another episode of the Sports Department Podcast with Justin Valentovic, Stephen Clark, and Jesse Norman. And we're here for our first picks pod of the NFL season. We didn't do last week's, mainly just because schedules didn't really line up. So here we are. We're banging this out on Friday night. So it'll go up on Saturday because I'm making the journey out to Indianapolis. So this one's got to get done way ahead of, uh, not way ahead, but just before I leave because I'm leaving bright and early at 5.30 in the morning. So, woohoo! Guys, what's going on? I don't remember anybody asking. (laughs) (laughs) Going to Indianapolis just to see the Colts get smacked, Justin. Yep, we'll Um, talk about that game for sure. Yeah, but no. Week two, week one was a lot of fun, a lot of good games. Um, Week two started off really good, really good game Thursday night. We'll break that down in the next podcast. But um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to talk football. So let's just get into it. So like I did in the week one podcast, we started a scoring system for our picks this year. And just a little recap of it. Each game is worth one correct point. If you get it wrong, you don't lose a point. You don't get a point. It's worth nothing. And we're doing a guarantee game. So basically a lock. And if you get that correct, the game is worth five points. But if you get it wrong, you lose five points. So the standings stay the same as Jesse and Bologna are tied. Clark is in second. And I am on the board finally with one point, as I was the only one who took the Raiders in Monday Night Football. So let's start with the first game of the week with the Bills at the Dolphins. Um, I I mean, of course, you have a division, divisional rivalry here with the Bills and the Dolphins. But um, one team is a lot better than the other, if you're asking me here. Um, Miles ahead, steps ahead of one of the other. The Bills are the better team here um, coming off a tough, tough loss against Pittsburgh. So I really think um, they're going to be super motivated here. And um, the Dolphins, you know, they squeezed out a win against the Patriots last week, only winning by a point. Um, I'm, I'm taking the Bills here. This isn't my lock, but I'm, I'm taking the Bills to just get the nice, easy victory down in Miami. Yeah, I like, I the, Bills to, I like the Bills to win this one. Um, the Pittsburgh matchup is tough for them because their weakest spot, I think, on their entire team is offensive line. Uh, the Dolphins don't have an incredible pass rush besides Emmanuel Ogba. So I, I really don't think – I just don't think they match up that well. Miami has a great secondary, but if they're not going to be able to get home on Allen, he's going to be able to break that secondary down at a certain point. You can't cover for forever. Yeah, much like you guys, I'm also going with the Bills. Just because pure quarterback play, Allen is definitely better than Tua, and at least the game is in – it's in Miami, but that doesn't really mean too, too much, honestly, because the Bills are still that good in the air. So it's going to be a big test for the defense of the Dolphins, but ultimately I think the Bills come away with it. So let's transition into uh, not really that much of an appealing matchup if we had another rookie quarterback playing, but Joe Burrow in his second game of the season coming off his ACL injury is taking on the Chicago Bears with, as of right now, Andy Dalton. And I'm just going to go out and say it. If Dalton's at the helm, they're not going to win that many games. So I'm going with the Bengals just because I like what they did last week against the Bengals, uh, against the Vikings. Burrow and Chase are really, really good. They're starting to use Mixon more as the primary back because Giovanni Bernard is finally gone and they're giving him the bulk of the carry. So offensively, I think they're a very, you know, not good team, but better than average. Obviously, the line is going to be the factor with Khalil Mack breathing down his neck but I just don't think the Bears offense will really get that much going. Um, 
Yeah, no, um, I, I agree as well. Um, it, it, it is hard. You know, Soldier Field, tough place to play. Um, it's going to be an interesting game. Uh, not, not much more of a test for Burrow, but um, I do think Burrow's going to do really, really well. And I agree with the opening statement you said before we started talking about this game was that if Andy Dalton is at the helm at quarterback, they're not going to win many football games. Um, I would love to see Justin Fields versus Joe Burrow. I think that would be awesome. It'd be a fun matchup. It would bring excitement till a one o'clock hour. Um, but I'm, I'm also going with Joe Burrow to stay undefeated and the Bengals to go two and O on the season. I just hope the bears just don't keep doing what they did last week, where they literally put fields in for a drive, had him score a touchdown and then immediately pulled him. It's like, obviously if you're putting in packages to use him similar to what, like the Niners, well, that's what the they Lance, did. I know, but it's just like, just put the kid in full time at that point. But I get at the same time, they're trying to keep the peace with Dalton just because uh, he might've been promised to be QB one in the off season. I mean, they, they put out that tweet saying QB one. Yeah. signed. <laughs> that's a, that's a contract. That's, that's law abiding right there. there you um, go. I don't know. Like for some reason, I feel like the bears are going to win this, but everything is telling me like, no, the Bengals are going to, because I just, I feel oh, like it tough. would be so, it would be so Andy Dalton to beat the Bengals. Like, oh, you're right. They, and then make everybody oh, like the, wait another game. week. That's right. I just realized because that if Dalton if Dalton wins, we have to stop talking about Justin Fields for at least a week. Exactly. That's, that's sad. So I I, I feel like that. that's the thing that. Like, oh, but also, like the Bengals are so much better of a team. Well, I don't want to say so much better. They just actually have a good they quarterback. Function well, better. Uh, you know what? Just give give me the Bears. Just a gut Ooh, decision. The Just Bears. Give me the Bears. The there's Bears. no there's no analysts. Oh, they had Mike, Mike Dicker there to coach that team. Man. That'd so let's something. shift gears to another oh boy of a game. The the Broncos at the Jags. And last week the Jags and Urban Meyer and Trevor Lawrence and that team is sure as hell rebuilding because last week they went out there and just looked absolutely terrible against a team we thought was even worse on paper, the Texans. Now they're facing a team with an actual quarterback, actual weapons on offense, and a respectable defense for the most part in the Denver Broncos. Did you just say respectable defense? It's the more, disrespect. It's a top like how's five it dis- defense. And, and the disrespect to Tyrod Taylor, too. He just mm. said this. But I just said, is it disrespect if I said that they're respectful? Yes. No. Okay. You're well, like, oh, they're okay. It's like, a, no, they're not okay. They're. Like I'm just really saying, compared good. to the Texans, the Broncos are are a respectable, better team, but the Jags okay. look very, very bad, and they look outmatched. And quite frankly, I think they're going to be outmatched offensively because Teddy Bridgewater did what he had to do and just get the ball to the playmakers on offense. Uh, you know, ultimately, you know. Clark's boy, Jerry Judy, went down, so that's one less weapon. But Noah Fent is a good tight end still. And Melvin Gordon can still carry the rock a little bit. So I think the Broncos are going to walk away with this one, and Teddy Two Gloves gets two wins. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't think this is too hard to predict this one. I mean, I hate to see Lawrence start off his um, NFL career 0-2, but look at look at the team around him. The, the coaching ain't there. I'm not a fan of Urban after week one. I'll see what he does this week. Um, I feel bad for Trevor, but you know, that, that's, that's the, the deal, the card he was given or whatever they're saying. That's what right. going one, one means you're going to be going to a bad team. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm also going to take the Broncos to win this one. 
Yeah, I think the Broncos win this one. I mean, unless Lawrence has like this crazy bounce back game. I mean, he didn't which, have really a bad I, game. No, he, last did, week. he didn't have a bad game, but like they were they were out of the game by literally the first quarter, which was insane. Um, yeah, I don't really like the urban thing going on right now. I don't. It's just it's just falling it. flat. It's, it's really just weird. It's, like yeah. giving Carlos Hyde a bunch of rushes over like you had Robinson there and then yeah you drafted ETN but then you immediately said you wanted to use ETN as a receiver and it was just so weird and I feel like he's handled things like really bad so maybe he'll like change my mind but right now I don't think he's going to be the long-term person with Trevor Lawrence Lawrence is fantastic I think he'll honestly will them to a couple wins this year his talent wise they will of them I doubt it but like it could be, I think he's, I think he's going to be, I think once we get to around like week 11, week 12, we're going to see him like develop how Herbert did of just being like really, really good in the final stretch of the year. So let's keep with you, Jesse, the next matchup, we're keeping it also in the AFC South for half of the matchup. And that is the Houston Texans are going to Cleveland to play the Browns who ultimately the Browns last week played very tough Mm -hmm. against the chiefs and almost, almost beat them, but they couldn't quite hang on to the lead. And the Texans last week, surprisingly, we all had them dead basically. And we thought the Jags would go out and steamroll them. They went out and blew the doors off the Jaguars. So are the Texans a little bit better than we thought? I mean, they're a veteran team and the Jaguars were very young. So we probably should have like seen that coming a little bit more. I think Um, they're not going to beat the Browns. They're not going to beat the Browns at all. I think the score could actually be like surprisingly close, but it never actually is close. Like, I think the Browns are going to control a ton of clock. They're going to make Tyrod Taylor uncomfortable. They'll probably end up winning like 24 to like 19, but it probably was never actually that close of a game. Yeah, um, give me this for my lock of the week right Ooh, Clark, here. You and I are on the same page because I was going to lock it up and guarantee it also. Uh, um, I, oh, I, I have a different lock. Mine might have been the next game we picked, but I just can't do that to myself. Um, I'll, I'll pick the next one to lose, but I can't do that to myself. I really can't. I, just, um, it, I think I'm, we're probably in the same way, like, wavelength, Clark, that the Browns just talent-wise on every, it, it, um, every position are just leaps and bounds better than the Texans. And the thing is the Browns have a good defense too. It's not just like Baker and the offense and Chubb and whatever. They have a solid defense too. Miles Garrett, I mean, and Clowney compliment each other very nicely. And the secondary is not half bad either. Um, Yeah. Browns, my lock of the week right there. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm guaranteeing the Browns. So can't wait till I'm in, I'm getting in the negatives for this one. We, we had the same lock last week too. Yep. And we and both dropped that. Yeah, we lost, both blew we it. Yep. that one. So, yeesh. Let's, let's let's go brownies. Got to edit in a little guaranteed Joe Namath, the little sound clip. Yeah, start that, you know. Week so three. We're all, I know, I know we're you got all, a little I have it, ahead of you. Yeah, oh boy. So far, we only differentiate on the Bengals and Bears game so far. So, oh boy, here's the game we're talking about. Mm-hmm. This is the one I'll be in attendance for. The LA Rams with new quarterback Matt Stafford and a fully healthy Aaron Donald going to Indianapolis to take on a Colts team with no offensive tackles at all. And Carson Wentz, who was getting smacked around last week by the Seahawks, but at least Q is playing. So they're at least that. And I don't want to say it, but I'm going to do it. I think I'm going to take the Rams to win this game. 
just because oh, yeah, they're a, they're a better team and their defensive line is going to be living in the backfield as much as that's going to be painful to watch in person for the first time going to Indianapolis. Yeah. Uh, the, the, if any other team, I mean, any other team would have been my lock of the week too, but I can't, I can't just pick them for a lock, but I will take the Rams to beat the Colts here. It's just, you know, we saw, how good Stafford was and that offense was on Sunday night football last week. They looked really, really good. And it looked like Stafford's been playing with that team for his whole career. Honestly, you know, shooter sleeve, shooter sleeve Stafford. is just hits different. Also Stafford who looks like he's enjoying his life again and playing football and having fun and hey, smiling on the sideline and not being Hollywood. in the depressed state of Michigan, you know? Yeah, yeah no, Sorry, Hollywood Jesse. Stafford. Yeah. Um, he, he's bought in. <laughs> uh, good one, Justin. It's not um, Michigan. It's Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but also on the other side, like you said, Colts without Braden Smith and Xavier uh, Rhodes right now, and a bunch of guys who were just oh. hurt during the week that were just questionable for today. So it, it, it just doesn't look good for the injury side. We still don't know we're getting out of Carson either, so I'm definitely going with the Rams here. Yeah, give me the Rams. I don't think I need to give <laughs> any more reasons. Like, no, I think we all kind of hit offensive on line is hurt. I mean, I there's maybe a way that, like, the Colts win. I don't I think, see I think, one. I think they make it close in like the fourth quarter. I mean, that's it. Should I just do like the typical WWE pout kid to try to get on hard knocks in two months when they air this episode? <laughs> yeah, Justin, that's, that's I don't think great. they're. I don't think they're throwing you on TV. Oh man. God, the where where we're sitting? Yeah, they're you'll be hanging out with Sting in up a skybox, basically. Yeah, Sting. <laughs> yeah. Sections are in the six hundreds. We're in the six hundreds, but uh, yeah, Colts are on hard knock, so that's going to be a painful thing to watch this season. Now, Can't also, you, bad enough watching the games on Sunday. You go in the locker room and find out why they suck that week. So that's going to be a miserable watch. <laughs> I hope on week. the bye week they like go on the hunting trip with Carson Wentz <laughs> and Brady like, Smith. Go on. Oh boy! So from our team to yours, Jesse, the Steelers are hosting the Raiders off of a one hell of a game on Monday Night Football last week where the Raiders look a little bit better offensively than we thought, but that's also against a banged up Raiders team as they were just dropping like flies in practice. So the Raiders are taking on the Steelers, a very old AFL matchup. Yeah. Give me the Steelers here. They're not going to make, they're not going to make the same mistakes. The Ravens did like the Raiders gave the game to the Ravens and they just messed it up multiple times. The Ravens defense really isn't that good, whether that's due to injuries or not, you know, probably because their top two corners are out and playing corner for the Ravens is probably like the hardest team to play cornerback for because they run cover zero so much and blitz their safeties all the time. So you're really not playing with help behind you. So that's that's tough. And you're playing without your top two guys. Um, it's really going to be on the Steelers. Can they just stick a man to follow Darren Waller the entire game? Because we know that's, I mean, going I to. that's think, their number one option. I don't even think it's that. I think it's just can they get to Derek Carr quick enough that he can't get to Waller? And because, I, you know, you know, the Raiders, they're not going to be able to run the ball. I don't think no, anybody's ha- questioning well, that. Jacob's they, they're got not going to be able to run. Kenyon Drake is more. Kenyon Drake's not a back. real running back. Yeah, He's more of a receiving back. Isn't Jacob well, officially ruled out too? They're yeah, going up against maybe. the best front seven so. in the NFL. Like I, I, don't... I just, I just liked watching what the Raiders did last week. It showed glimpses of what Derek Hart was before the good old Colts went out there and broke his leg on Christmas Eve. 
Hey, Justin, way go, back when. Take them, man. I know I am taking the Raiders. I yeah. like the Raiders this year. I, Enjoy. I, as much as I criticize Bruden, I think they're finally starting to slowly but surely figure it out in year four. So, Clark, um, we're, I, we're split right now. Yeah, uh, the Steelers um, are going to start this season the way they started last season, and that's 2 0. Um, I, I I think this is kind of – I don't think the Raiders are going to ride that hot wave that they did. Um, And like you said, like we said, the Steelers' front seven is ridiculous. I paid T.J. Watt. We saw how nice and motivated he was last week after getting that nice bag. I mean, it, it, it's awesome. Uh, Minka in the secondary, my boy, you know, he's going to get a pick this week. I'll call that right now too. Um, Steelers, Steelers, Steelers for the win. Fa- uh, fairly close, I think, Um, about like somewhere in the 20s, both. We'll, the scores will be, but you know, Steelers, Steelers get the win here. All right. So this would have been another potential lock of the week, guarantee of the week. And that is the Patriots at the Jets, the good old ass kicking of the year, which That's always seems to happen. Jesse's already guaranteeing it. And yep. if you're a smart football fan, you should also guarantee it. Also, just because it doesn't matter who's playing quarterback, who's the coach for the Jets, Bill Belichick will always have vengeance and hell to rain down on them just because he wants to. So the Patriots are going to walk away with a handed, handsome, and convincing victory. Well, yeah, and the Jets are starting a rookie quarterback in the second ever week of him playing in the NFL. Bill Belichick, like... (laughs) The only time Justin Herbert didn't look like Superman last year was when he played Bill Belichick. Um, There are not rookie quarterbacks that do good against Bill Belichick. So I'm not taking Zach Wilson in his second ever NFL game to go out and get a win. Like the only one who like the only rookie quarterback that had like a good game was like Watson. I think he threw for like 300 and still lost. I think I'm pretty sure he also still threw like two picks as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is a little tough for me. Really? Just because, just because I liked how like the glimpses that Wilson showed me last week, but it's just the team around Wilson that I don't. That really was know. a oh, Ca- yes, but that was a Carolina defense. Yeah, that's not also the true. New England Patriots defense. And, and another big story is McCoy's out. out. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I'm not too confident in that offense without some protection. Uh, use protection. I'm going with the Patriots. Protection. So we're all going with the Patriots and Jesse's yeah. guaranteeing them. So it'll probably work out better than our locks this week. So let's stay in. No, no, we're saying anywhere. We're actually going to the South and we're going to an NFC South matchup. The Saints with Jameis Winston, who looked really good last week, going to take on the Carolina Panthers in North Carolina. And I'm staying with the Saints. I really like what Jameis Winston did last week. Alvin Kamara is still an elite running back. This probably has this game is two of the best running backs in the NFL, basically. And I think it's going to be a very, very high scoring game because both teams' defenses are lacking significant playmakers, if we're going to say that. And I think it's going to be a very high scoring game, but ultimately the Saints walk away with it. I'm I'm going out on a limb here. Um, I'm I'm taking the Panthers to win this one. Damn it. I'm it always happens with Jesse and I. God damn it. Uh, I, I, I loved what I saw out of Donald last week. A refreshed Donald out of New York media, out of the New York news, just out of all that garbage. Um, out of the New York groove. There you go. There <laughs> you go. Out, um, out, of, out of the of, New York groove. There you go. Um, a healthy, healthy CMC. Um, Robbie Anderson's fine. You know, you have a couple good receivers there too. 
Um, defense, like you said, Justin, both defenses are kind of lacking in this matchup. So, um, I mean, J- Jameson, uh, Sam Darnold, I mean, are kind of on like the same levelish of quarterback play, if you ask me. Winston's a little bit better. I'm, I mean, yeah, he played a good game, but like, Ooh, yeah, I think that's wise, some recency bias there, Justin. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm, I'm taking the Panthers here. I, 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 okay. I think the Panthers are gonna win. So much like wrestling, I am the outlier. I also kind of want to like go wrestling, Panthers. I'm, I'm in last place. Yeah, I just I like the way Carolina matches up with them. I do. If you um, like offense, this is gonna be a good game to watch for that. At least, like this fun. is gonna be on red zone a lot. I think yeah, Justin's gonna say that be. and watch. There's it gonna won't be, be like it's gonna be like seventeen to thirteen. Do nothing. It'll be a safety. <laughs> uh, long as McCaffrey does good for me, I don't really care. And, J- and Jack in our fantasy league sending me a trade almost like every day for McCaffrey now. Hey, right. you brought that on yourself, bud. <laughs> I, hey. I know, but um, no, so Jesse and I with the Panthers, and you're going with the Saints there, Justin, yep. huh? So, all right, a little, a little split. Bit, I like a little that. different, not really a split, two thirds. So, let's talk about the Niners and the Eagles. The Niners with their two quarterbacks, with the Eagles, who they're rolling with Jalen Hurts, obviously. And like I said, Nick Sirianni is going to be a wash of a coach. He's an idiot. He won't do much. So, he went out there and got a convincing victory last week, but they're taking on the 49ers. And I really don't think the Eagles defensively are going to put up much of a fight. So it's really going to be, can Jalen Hurts keep up with the Niners? And ultimately, I don't think they will. So I think the Niners are going to walk away with this one. Now, I don't know if we're going to see more of Trey Lance than we did last week with really just a play in the red zone against the Lions. So either way, though, whoever's under center for the Niners, they're going to lead them to a convincing win. Um, Yeah, yeah. Um, I know it's very respectable. He put up 32 points last week, um, but it was against the Falcons. I do think that's a little flash in the pan. Uh, people were calling the Eagles the winners of the division already after last week and all that nonsense. No, I don't think so. I think they're going to be horrible still. Honestly, might come in last place in that division. Who knows? Um, I'm, I'm going with the, mm, I think the Giants are bad. Uh, yeah, the, all um, the Giants are. The well, we'll talk about that one in the next pod. <laughs> um, but no, I'm, I'm going Niners here. Yeah, give me the Niners. The Niners yeah, across yeah. the board. They're just they're just a better team. I think and defensively, the- they're significantly better. <sighs> The thing is, like, the Eagles trounced the Falcons because their front seven was just putting so much pressure on Matt Ryan. But the 49ers' offensive line is, like, pretty good. So I don't think the Eagles are going to be able to overwhelm them the same way. Yep. I agree. Yeah. So let's talk about them, Falcons. They're going to Tampa Bay. Yikes. That's his not gonna be a fun game for the falcons because i'm they're they gonna play better they're gonna play they're gonna better, play better but it's the bucks and much like you know when tom brady was with the patriots you really don't bet against the patriots and i'm not really gonna go against the bucks because they're that good so well, give yeah me the, the bucks are like a minus 800 money line in this <laughs> game <laughs> yeah they are that good so give me tampa bay and like i said with the Fal- like the falcons they're fine but <sighs> Just the Bucks defense is gonna kill Matt Ryan if we're being honest. I would love if this final score is twenty-eight to three. I think that would be. <laughs> um, I think that would be hilarious. Um, but I do think um, Falcons step it up just a little bit because we saw. Oh no, they'll uh, play a little more competitive. Yeah, because we I saw how Dak with Arthur Smith, the Dak Golden to, Boy. Yeah, we saw how. Um, I'm not comparing Dak to Matt Say Ryan. He's a good any, coordinator. Anything. Um, but I do think they can put up a couple more points. What were they put up six last week? I think only yeah, six. Yeah. yeah. Eagles. Um, no, I'm taking the Buccaneers. That's an easy one too. I'm um, just taking the Buccaneers. 
Yeah, give me the uh, give me the Bucks, but Bucks across the here's, board. Here's the problem for the Falcons and for pretty much any team that's going to play the Buccaneers is like you can't run on the Bucks. No. Period. No, you, well, you the Falcons to, can't really run in general much, anyway. Well, exactly, but you know it kind of helps to try. Um, yeah, of course. You, you can't even like you shouldn't even waste the downs on the Buccaneers. Like I, honestly, run on first down if you really want to, and just pass second and third down because you're not you can't run on them. You, you can't do it. No, it's not going to happen. No, that, that front's insane. Like we said on previous podcasts, Vita Vea just a big hoss, just chilling in the Beefy middle. Boy. I think Ugh. I think Pittsburgh has the best front seven run and pass wise, but I think the Bucks have the better run defense overall. Yeah, like no, their their front seven run stop wise is just insane. Their <laughs> pass rush. If if Shaq Barrett's not really on, they don't have I think that JPP's great. not the greatest pass rusher. He's better as a number two than a number one pass rusher. Exactly. Like so he, so he they, benefits from the main yeah. guy getting double. Mm-hmm. So Pittsburgh's front seven pass rush wise is definitely better for me, but that that rush defense by Tampa Bay is absurd. Probably and one of I, the better linebacker cores too in the league. I just like oh, to see. Absolutely. Well, that's the thing. I like to see Kyle Pitts do a little bit more, but he's going against some great coverage linebackers who are going to be on his ass basically all day. So going to be a tough game for the Falcons. I, I feel like I, I have this idea that people are expecting a lot out of Kyle Pitts, but it doesn't actually work in Arthur Smith's system because yeah, rarely do they throw the tight end in his team. I was about to say, like, we all like John Smith, but we all agreed that he wasn't used enough in Tennessee. Mm -mm. I don't know if Arthur Smith is that intent on getting Kyle Pitts, you know, intertwined into the offense, which he should because he's an that, athletic freak. Yeah. But, you know, you drafted him that high. You should be building your offense to feature him in some type of way. But I struggle to see that happening as of right now because Arthur Smith never did that in Tennessee. So the Minnesota Vikings last week had a – upsetting depressing but a general Dumb loss we loss. thought yeah a bad Dumb. loss to the, to the Bengals. and this is a vikings team who thought you know they have playoff aspirations when you go out there and almost tie the Bengals and ultimately lose to a field goal that's very deflating and now going into a game into arizona against the cardinals who last week came out and blew the absolute doors off of the titans and having chandler jones who went out there and hit you know, Ryan Tannehill five times. If you're Kirk Cousins, you got to be shaking a little bit because this is a Cardinals team that last week at least looked like they're taking the next step to where they want to be and turning into more of a playoff contender, more than a playoff hopeful. So Cardinals are coming in on a hot streak at this point. And the Vikings are, oof, they're going in the wrong direction. Yeah, uh, the Vikings line is really bad. <laughs> like really, really bad. And it's not a very good thing when you're going to be going up against a pretty good pass rush. Well, especially a guy. So, well, because Chandler Jones <laughs> had most of those sacks against Taylor yeah. Lewan, which, you know, in the first quarter, we he had, the, you know, he had three in the first quarter. Well, the thing is, Taylor Lewan is generally believed to be one of the better left tackles better, in football. Yeah. So the fact that a man like that got bitched for four quarters by Chandler Jones <laughs> isn't really a good look for the Vikings offensive line. Yeah, no, not at yeah. all. 
I think it's kind of obvious that the Cardinals are going to win this one. I say Chandler Jones gets another two sacks this game just for fun. He's coming for that sack record for stray hands. Well, how many is it? Oh, is it a was it 22 well, and a half? Good. Yeah, it's 22 and a half. I'm at 22. Gonna, like, I'm at 22. Like I'm at 22 not 11. He's going to yeah. end the year with like 12 sacks. <laughs> he just yeah. falls flat. He just, Six. he just already got five. Um, <laughs> um, no, and, and trying to, if they couldn't stop Joe Burrow, how are they going to stop little speedy Gonzalez back there too? Like it, it, it it's not going to be a fun day for Vikings fans. And plus, again. Hopkins is awesome. Like who's covering what t- him? What time is this game at? It is a four o'clock game. Mm, that might be a little too prime time. For Kirk Cousins, if it's not one o'clock, the moves aren't coming. Justin, what, what, what time is that for Jesse? So he knows when to watch it. <laughs> Also four o'clock. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, Car- Cardinals around the table here. Yeah, give me the Cardinals. Yeah. I honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if the Vikings somehow won this, just because I'm not picking them. Like, like the week that I'm finally like, no, I'm done with the Vikings. I'm over it. I'm done trying to talk myself into them. So far, like we're we've been going through through these games already, and we only you know are different on a few picks. I feel like this week's we're slate of games is is a little bit more. Not predictable, well, but this on week paper, we're going to see the matchups see if are week little... one was legit. That's the thing. Like, like, that's the thing. Like we we think we know teams, but also like I think there's a total possibility that like the Saints go out there and suck. I think there's a total chance that the Eagles go out there and still beat the Niners again, and then it's know. like, oh man, are the Eagles like actually good? I don't know. So. But let's talk about another team that are they actually good or or whatnot? The Cowboys and the Chargers, another game where it's going to be a whole hell of a lot of offense because the Cowboys defense, I don't know who's going to be covering any of the receivers on L.A. to who Justin Herbert's going to be throwing at because they have plenty of weapons for this kid to work with. And Dallas, Zeke's a little getting he's a he's on the back nine it seems like so they're not really gonna get the running and going. So it's going it's going to be a throwing contest basically between Justin Herbert and Dak Prescott. But for me, I really like what Herbert's doing. I think he's the next kind of gunslinger phenom quarterback if he's not already kind of there. And I think the Chargers are going to win this one. Um, yeah, I, I love Herbert. Um, like I said, still my MVP candidate. But every once in a while, MVP candidate loses a couple games. And God, this man. is going to be one of them. This isn't a cowboy hat, but it's a hat. How about the Cowboys? Give me the Cowboys right here um, to win this game. I loved, loved what I saw against the Buccaneers on opening night. Probably some more adrenaline because it was opening night. And just, you know, you know, Dak coming back from the injury and Dak played phenomenally. And, you know, Amari, CD, and honestly, put Tony Pollard. Start Tony Pollard. Who cares about Zeke anymore? And I know the defense is atrocious. Yeah, you're right. And the defense is atrocious on the Cowboys. But like you said, Justin, it's going to be a shootout here probably. You know, I'm, t- I'm throwing on a little bit of a risk here just to change things up a little bit too because the teams are very, very similar between these two. I'm, I'm going with the Cowboys. Norms, who you got? <sighs> Another split. I was going to go. I was Can't have a split go. when there's three people, Justin. I'm saying right now we're split. <laughs> Oh, I, I was gonna go. I was gonna go Cowboys, but now I'm kind of talking myself back into the Chargers. Hmm. But where is this? Where is this game at? Say, uh, L.A. So it doesn't matter. Diego. No Chargers don't have fans, anyways. Oh, they're starting to get a little bit more now because Herbert's actually Remember good. Remember the old Chargers games? How bad they would be. The though? soccer stadium. Melvin, that was Melvin Gordon said that he was prepared to play without fans because he played in games. L.A. <laughs> he played in San Diego. Um, so Jesse, who you got though? <sighs> 
You got to pick. Uh, we have seven minutes left. Pick. Okay, give me, pick. give me the Cowboys. Give me the Cowboys. No! The Cowpokes. Um, All right, we got three more games left. Titans at Seahawks round out the four o'clock window. Ooh, the Titans Seahawks. looked oh okay. Geez, can't let me even intro the game. Seahawks. We had to go quick. No, we got to just don't set the Gettysburg address with two minutes left like last time. So <laughs> Titans look bad this week. The Seahawks beat the hell out of the Colts. So if their pass rush gets the Ryan Tannehill, I'll give me the Seahawks because that was impressive last week. I think the Titans bounce back, but not all the way. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm going with the Seahawks too. All right, we're all on Russ Wilson and the Seahawks. Yeah, this, this, this one, this one might be one of the ones that come back to bite us, just because you never know how the Seahawks um, Titans are going to play after that Seahawks loss. Seahawks are at home, aren't they? Yep, yeah, it's, oh, that's yeah, tough to play opener, at Seattle. Home opener. Yep, give me so Seattle. We got two more games left, and one of which, one of which would might actually be a competitive game. We got the Chiefs at. Baltimore on Sunday night football. That's Not competitive. Well, okay. I don't I don't think it's competitive at all. The Ravens do the same dumb thing every single time they play the Chiefs. They try to blitz Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is a top two quarterback against pressure in the NFL. And then they try to blitz him and then he tears their secondary apart. And this time their secondary is playing without Marcus Peters. They're gonna get destroyed, I think. Yeah, those cheeks are going to get clapped. Um, I'm, I'm definitely going, going with the Chiefs here. Um, I wasn't this too. One, this one might have been my lock of the week if I didn't take the Patriots, by the way. Ooh. I think the Chiefs and Ravens are really far apart. There might be another Chiefs... lock of week. We have we still have Monday Night Football, but we'll get into that. But do you uh, really quickly with the lock of the week, do you want to yes. do a thing where we can't pick the same team to lock twice in this season? Yeah. Oh, that'd be cute. So I can't pick the Packers and all. We both can't pick the Packers and the Niners. Pa- Packers or at least Niners. like a six-week span or something like that. Fair. How about eight weeks each half of the season? Actually, there you go. 17 yeah. weeks now. Making week it up as we go. <laughs> um, now, uh, back to this game, though. I'm going with the Chiefs here. I wasn't Chiefs across the board. How Lamar played at all. I just really wasn't. Missed throws. Yeah, yes. just, just, he, he, was, he was going with the meme that he's the running back and – you know, sort of looked like one. Um, I'm going to go with the Chiefs. So we're closing out the week. Monday night football. We're going to the old black and blue division. Going up north past, well past Jesse's house. We're going Lions at Green Bay to close out week two of the NFL season. Jesse, what do you got? Packers are going to bounce back. I, I sure. Please, please. They're really, they're they really good. There's really a way I think that the Lions do win this game. And the Packers are like, we're not worried about it. I really think there <laughs> relax, is. Relax, relax. Yeah, relax. Um, No, but I think the Packers, I think Rodgers is already like kind of getting annoyed by the hate. So he's probably going to go out and throw like and just murder yards. Akuda's out, <laughs> out for the year. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's tough. That was kind of one of the things that the Lions could like look forward to was him getting better. So that sucks. Yeah, no, me too. Um, to kind of hoping for my fantasy team. Winging a prayer for Clark right now this week. <laughs> yeah, um, that the Packers are going to win. I, I think they will win. I think they do finally, you know, get try to backlog that loss from last week. Uh, it was it was ugly last week. We talked about it. It, it, it was a very ugly loss. Um, I'm taking the Packers to blow out the Lions, I think. Well, that's our picks. I got Steve's picks because he's a little busy tonight. So just to recap his, he's going Bills, Bengals, Broncos, Browns, Rams, Steelers. His lock is the Patriots. So, ooh. Oh, what a guy. So, 
the Saints, Niners, Bucks, Cardinals, Chargers, Seahawks, Chiefs, and Packers. Those kind of all really align with the majority of our picks. Majority. So week one seems to be a bigger factor in the standings because only a few uh, points can get gained or lost this week. So we'll just have to wait to see how week two plays out. And that podcast, would, where we'll recap, it will be out probably by Tuesday, Wednesday, give or take. So Clark, when that comes out, where can people listen to us? Yeah, subscribe on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Follow us on our social medias on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Sports Depth Pod. We're back in the groove for some football episodes that's coming. Um, I think we're going to do a Grand Slam AEW episode next week. I don't know about predict- predictions, but I think we're going to break down um, the Grand so Slam show. Are we going to do, do Dynamite and Rampage, or are we going to do... Uh, just Dynamite, I think. Okay. Well, it's kind of at the same Okay. Event. I mean, it is the same event, but we have to wait all the way till Friday. Then, uh, maybe no, I don't know. come up out, come out on Saturday. On Saturday, usually. yeah, maybe we'll do both. Then just just get them both in because there is a big, you know, six man tag with um, Cole and the Bucks reuniting. That's wrestling. It's a talk, super so show. It's a big super show, all right. Um, so that we're gonna do that this week because we haven't been really doing many wrestling episodes because wrestling's been crap for WWE, so we haven't been doing much. Um, but now we'll recap the the Grand Slam show or Arthur Ashe Stadium for that. Uh, baseball's coming to a close, so playoff episodes are around the corner. And our um, NBA pods are starting soon. NBA pods. We're uh, like, yeah, we're like a month from the season starting. Uh, yeah, so we're, we're almost there. We, we should, you know, maybe get a little breakdown of who's going to make the playoffs or something, That's, little predictions. And end a podcast. Yeah, yeah, stuff, stuff, stuff like that. So stay tuned to all that fun stuff, and we'll see you in the next episode. Thank you.